Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Today, we're going to take a break from our usual format and subjects we cover and go far beyond the Golden State, all the way into space. This, after all, has been a big year for space exploration. There was the deployment of a powerful new space-based telescope. It's peering billions of years back through time and bringing us stunning images of our universe when it was in its infancy. A rocket was launched to the moon in preparation for human kind's return to the lunar surface, but this time NASA says we'll stay. And what about that spacecraft that collided on purpose with an asteroid? What we learned from that might one day save our world from a celestial object on a collision course with Earth. Here to talk about these achievements and others in 2022 are KQED's Danielle Venton and Benjamin Burris, an astronomer at Oakland's Chabot Space and Science Center. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Danielle, let's start with you and with a bang. What was the biggest space story this year from your perspective? You know, there was one story that really just kept on giving. This was the James Webb Space Telescope. This is an elaborate, highly risky telescope that's been the talk of the astronomy world for years. Most powerful telescope put into space so far. It launched last year on Christmas, uh, and liftoff was from a spaceport in French Guyana. Uh, This is what that sounded like if you were watching the live stream. And liftoff. Decollage, liftoff from a tropical rainforest to the edge of time itself. James Webb begins a voyage back to the birth of the universe. And about a month later, it arrived at its new home, about a million miles away, and started getting ready to work. Things went smoothly, and then this summer, we saw the first images, a set of five pictures, and they were just stunning. Previously dark areas of the sky were revealed to be frothy with these beautiful points of light. And since then, there have been regular releases of new images, and they are completely breathtaking. Well, let's turn to our astronomer who's joining us, Uh, Mr. Burris. What are scientists learning from these images? Just as the Hubble Space Telescope set records uh, for discovering the most distant galaxies in the universe, uh, Webb is doing the same, seeing farther into space and further back in time than ever before. Uh, Webb has captured images of galaxies as they've looked only 400 million years after the Big Bang, closer to the beginning of the universe, even than Hubble. 
Not only that, Webb is revealing some of those distant galaxies to be much more complex than expected, having well-formed disk shapes even in their infancy. Astronomers expected the earliest, youngest galaxies of the universe to look like chaotic clumps of stars that might later gather into disk and spiral shapes we're familiar with in older galaxies. But Webb is spotting the more complex disk structures at 10 times the expected rate. Another exciting observation by Webb has been extrasolar planets. Not only has it captured direct images of planets that are many light years away from us, uh, but it has detected the presence of water vapor and carbon dioxide in the atmospheres of two Jupiter-sized exoplanets. Hmm, that's amazing. And just staying with you, Ben, what else captured your attention this year when it came to space exploration? Well, NASA's DART mission is pretty exciting. Uh, the double asteroid redirection test. Back in September, NASA crashed a 1,200-pound spacecraft into the smaller of a pair of asteroids. Uh, the half-mile-wide-sized uh, Didymus and its 600-foot moonlet Dimorphos. The idea was to study how much the impact could alter Dimorphos' orbit around the larger asteroid to test the feasibility of deflecting an asteroid headed for a collision with Earth in the future, altering its course to make it miss. And the dark collision altered the period of Dimorphos' orbit, making it 30 minutes shorter and NASA is also preparing to send human beings back to the moon. Uh, what can you tell us about that, Danielle? That's right. NASA is hoping to use its Orion capsule to send and return humans to the moon in 2025. And so it is testing out equipment in stages. Up just a few days ago, an uncrewed test flight mission known as Artemis 1 returned from its flight around the moon and splashed down about a few hundred miles south of San Diego. And if you watch the NASA stream of the event, uh, here's what that sounded like. Splashdown from Tranquility Base to Taurus Litro to the tranquil waters of the Pacific, the latest chapter of NASA's journey to the moon comes to a close. Orion, back on Earth. Now, this lays the groundwork for the next stages of the Artemis program, which will rely on SpaceX, uh, Elon Musk's rocket company, to build a moon lander for astronauts. That contract is worth around $3 billion. And part of the idea is that that could lay the groundwork for human settlement of of space. You mentioned SpaceX, which is a private company, of course. And that makes me think that space isn't just the territory of the U.S. and Russian governments or the European Space Agency anymore, is it? No, not at all. Um, many people are getting into, uh, into the space world, into the, into the space biz, as it were. Um, and this point was really driven home by another important piece of space news this year, one that didn't get as much attention, uh, which is that China completed its own space station. It's now in orbit and it's staffed with astronauts, or the term they use is taikonauts. And within a few years, this may begin um, actually welcoming wealthy space tourists. And finally, for either one of you, any other important 2022 space events we should know about? I think the image that was captured of our galaxy's central supermassive black hole deserves deserve some mention. Uh, astronomers have known for a long time that the Milky Way has a big black hole at its core, one with a mass of about 4 million sun-sized stars. But until this year, they only knew about it indirectly. Uh, but the program called the Event Horizon Telescope has shown us the black hole's silhouette. The Event Horizon Telescope is actually a collection of five different radio dishes positioned around the world that work together as if they were one very large radio telescope. 
All right. We've been talking to Benjamin Burris, an astronomer at Oakland's Chabot Space and Science Center, and Danielle Benton, a science reporter at KQED. Thank you both. My pleasure. Thanks, all. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. And that's this space edition of the California Report for this morning. We are a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care. Now with 834 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. Personal Capital providing people with financial tools like the Retirement Planner to help them achieve their financial goals, personalcapital.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better, on the web at schmidtfutures.com. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book, I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.